0: I want to start this episode with a moment of silence for the young lady that was found deceased with her boyfriend and her unborn child. When I read that she had disappeared, it was shocking because she was supposed to be induced the second or third day of her disappearance, but never in my wildest. Sometimes we're not ready for certain things, certain challenges, or you get that call and the last thing you want to hear is that your child is gone. The young lady's name is or was Savannah Soto and her boyfriend, Matthew Guerra. I'm not in a disposition to blame anybody. I just know that they're gone, and so is that little angel. So please, a moment of silence. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your mercies and your grace that are new every single day. Father God, I lift up the Soto family, the Guerra family, and I ask that you would give peace that surpasses understanding. Sometimes we don't understand things, but we were not placed in this earth to understand. Father God, I am a mother and I ask you for those mothers as well, for the families, for that little angel that's in your presence at this moment, Father God. Sometimes you can make sense of things like this, but Lord God, I still thank you for your grace and your mercy and I ask for peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Good morning, ladies. Thank you for joining me this Saturday morning. This is Raquel, your host of Self-Love Podcast, Empowering Women. And today, we're going to talk about this past year because we're getting ready to welcome a new year. Are you all ready for that? I know I am definitely I'm ready for the new year. I've never believed in new year resolutions. First and foremost, because I don't think I've ever kept one, if I ever did it. I think the main new year resolutions were eat less and exercise more. Well, I gave it a week. (laughs) But praise God for his mercy and grace. Amen. Definitely. So here we are, ending one more year, expecting this new brand year of 2024. And it's new mercies and grace that God provides for us. Amen. So today, I'm going to take you in my journey of this past year, from the beginning of the year to this day. And reason I do this is because I have had women tell me, thank you so much for telling us a part of your life, for allowing us to come in into your life with the testimonies, because it not only encourages us, but it empowers us to know that God is still on the throne and that he's doing what he needs to do because God never stops working. So January, early January of 2023, for you that know me, I lost my business, a business that had gone maybe about two and a half years. It was my dream and worked really hard. And when I tell you that I worked hard, I worked really hard. And I always believed in what the word says that God allows us to see the fruits of our labor. And I would continue to confess that because to me, it kept me going. You know, one of the things that keeps us going all the time is literally declaring God's word. Because God's word is truth. Amen. So... When I realized that I couldn't keep this, the, the business open anymore, you see, I was refusing to work for corporate America anymore. I had been doing business development for about 10 years and I was tired of running around all over San Antonio. And when the Lord opened doors and the opportunity for the business, uh, I went full force. And losing it, closing it, shutting the doors to it was a very, very hard for me. So when I tell you that it was a year of a lot of humbling, definitely. I believe that when we humble ourselves or we go through humbling situations, we learn lessons. So when I closed the business... I lost everything, pretty much. I lost the place where I lived, my financial stability, um, my independence, everything that I ever knew of me as a woman that kept me strong. Because a woman has to be strong, right? Well, not all the time. Because remember, when we are weak, He is our strength. No matter what the situation is, when we are weak, he is our strength. Amen. So I thank God for family. At the time, my sister and my brother-in-law, after speaking to them, allowed me to move into their home in Spring Branch, Spring Branch Texas. And that was a very humbling experience for me. Humbling experience for me because you know, we love our siblings. We're grateful for our siblings. And I was grateful for the fact that my sister and her husband opened their doors for me. But sometimes, and I don't know if this has ever happened to you. I know it's happened to me. There's nothing in common between you and your sibling. God made you sisters or brothers. And sometimes there's just not much in common, especially if the other sibling is older than you. So it was humbling. I remember being in the room that they offered me to stay in. And and I would always ask the Lord every night, is this it? Why am I here? Why is this happening to me? And I'm not going to lie. When Holy Spirit would bring to mind certain things or certain choices that I had done with the business that, had not been one of my best choices. I love the fact that God has allowed me to be the type of person that can identify that and accept that and then ask for forgiveness. Amen. That's important. So as I lived there, it was seven months that I resided in her home. But in between those months, I remember looking for a job. I needed a job. I I was getting full of anxiety because at the same token, I had lost a business, but when I couldn't find a job anymore, or at that time, I said, you know what? I'm going to start doing charcuterie. So in February, I started the charcuterie business. It didn't take a lot of... Uh, money to go into it. And I still had the amazing loyal customers uh, from the past catering business. So I started doing that, but still not a lot of money was coming in from it. So I started working as a caregiver. Another humbling experience. And I call that a humbling experience because I was not or I did not know how to actually take care of an elderly person. So when I tell you that this was favor from God, from the people that actually gave me the job, it was favor. I went through some difficult situations with that. I was put with several challenges that sometimes I did not know how to manage. Taking care of elderly is is. It's a challenge and it can be rewarding, but it is a challenge. And I remember coming home after work and just crying and still asking God, why? Why do you have me here? But I didn't hear anything. Well, I didn't hear anything that I wanted to hear. But I remember going to Galatians 5.22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness. So what Holy Spirit was saying here is that first and foremost, you love. And because you love, that brings you joy which leads to peace. The long-suffering is the actual trial that you're going through. But even though you're going through that trial, you need to show kindness, goodness, and you continue to be faithful to your Heavenly Father. So after seven months of that, um, I want to say it was already close to September, I had an opportunity to move in with a friend at the time and nobody would give me an apartment because I had broken a lease. Never had happened in my life, but I had broken a lease due to the fact that I had a hardship and I had to move in with my sister. So I moved in with this friend and thank God for friends. And I remember I was still doing the elderly thing. I was, you know, being a caregiver and and paying my, my bills and, you know, such as my car and my insurance. I had to downsize on my vehicle. And it was one humbling experience after another, after another, after another. Always asking, why do you have me here? Never heard a word. But I continued trusting in God. I continued praying. I continued being thankful to him because I couldn't build a spirit of rebellion against my Heavenly Father because he he had kept me though. He had never left me nor forsaken me in the past. So I knew that he wasn't going to leave me and forsake me now. I just couldn't understand the period that I was going through and the humbleness that I had to go through. So after living with this friend, I wanna say not even a month or maybe close to a month, I had to also turn in an application to the apartment complex where we were at. They said, no worries. That person is already settled. We just need your information. So at that time, I had accepted the calling of going to minister at a revival. And I was excited because I hadn't really ministered in a while. So I was super excited. Right after I said yes to that calling from God, I heard my sciatic nerve. The enemy was angry at me, right? The enemy was probably saying, look at everything that's happening to me, but you still want to go and you want to minister the word of God? Yes. Why? Because I love God. And where God sends me or where God calls me is where I'm going to go. Amen. So when I hurt my sciatic nerve, I remember being at home one day and my friend walks in and I was asked, where is your vehicle? I had said, I remember thinking, what do you mean? Where is my vehicle? Where it should be in the parking lot. They said, no, your vehicle is not in the parking lot. I remember getting up, going outside, and my vehicle was gone. Not even five minutes later, getting a call from the apartment complex saying, you have a broken lease, and you need to move out in seven days. Now mind you, I had nowhere to go. I had nowhere to go, and not only that, I remember telling them, but you knew about my broken lease. Well, $350 later, and that was to go get my car out of the towing company. I asked God, Why is this happening to me? Why? I never asked, Why are you doing this to me? Because I've never blamed God for anything, not even in my worst times. Ladies, The blaming game stops. We go through seasons of of trials and tribulations, and we go through seasons of that humbling experience. The humbling experience is for you to learn. If you really want to know the why, it's for you to learn. And everybody is taught in a different way. So I knew I needed to get a place. I had no clue where I was going to go, but I trusted God. I started looking for apartments, but nobody would actually give me an apartment because of my broken lease. And I put it on Facebook. I remember putting it on Facebook and saying, I need a place to live. If anybody knows of a private apartment, please reach out. Well, not even five minutes later, Somebody reached out that they knew about someone that owned a private apartment in the back of their home. When they told me where it was located, I was like, Why, God? It was very far from everything, and I wasn't pleased with that. But I remember coming to see the apartment, and it was nice, it was comfortable. It wasn't my dream apartment, but I never asked God for a dream apartment. I remember praying, and when we're specific with God, ladies, God, if it's in his plans, it's going to give you the desires of your heart. So I remember saying, I would love a small, cozy apartment. It's just me. Well, God gave me the wishes, my wish, the desire of my heart. He gave me a small, cozy apartment. So I remember saying yes to this lady and they were believers they were awesome they are uh, awesome in every single way f- to make it easier for me to come into this apartment now mind you before i did that let me go back a little bit still doing uh charcuterie and still trying to find events for someone to hire me and I was called by a, a, also a lady, a believer, and she hired me to do a continental breakfast for her, a table. And I did. Showed up at her house. We clicked amazingly. And as we talked, she said, you know what? I, got, I call those divine appointments. Amen. She said, I have a place where you, where you would be perfect. She gave me the name of the place. I remember filling out the application online and was called right away for an interview the next day. So I remember going to the interview. And then that evening, I was called again for a second interview, went to the second interview, and I got the job right away. And that is the place of employment that I have now. I work for a local hospital as a patient relations slash admissions, pastoral care. I was full of joy when I was told that I was allowed to use my ministry in the hospital. And it has been very rewarding. So I was able to come into the apartment, get settled. And I've been here since September. Sometimes, ladies, God is going to give us exactly what we need. He's going to put us exactly where he needs to put us. And he knows the why. I stopped asking the why because it didn't matter anymore. God knew what he was doing and I needed to trust And stop asking the why that ladies was my year of 2023 in a nutshell as we're entering or as i'm entering 2024 i'm entering with a grateful heart which i pray that each and every one of you that is listening to this episode is welcoming 2024 with a grateful heart will there be change Praise God, I welcome it. Will it be another type of season? Praise God, I welcome it. We serve a good God. And sometimes we have to look at our situation and stand back a little bit and look at what's going on out there. In the month of November, I lost a lot of people that I knew. I thought, gosh, it it looked like, it seemed like 2020 again. Every day that I wake up, I'm grateful for the opportunity of that divine appointment. I am grateful for my daughter, her life, her health. I'm grateful for my cozy little apartment. I'm grateful for the downsized vehicle that I have because it's a vehicle and it runs and it takes me and it brings me where I need to be. Because you see, my blessing, my blessing is bigger than this one. You see, God always prepares bigger blessings and bigger blessings, but we need to be connected to the vine. We cannot disconnect from the vine because when we disconnect from the vine, then there's going to be issues. There's going to be problems. And we'll be asking ourselves for the rest of our lives the why of things. The humbling experiences experiences are for us to learn Sometimes we just gotta stop and step back and just learn the lessons of the humbling experiences. This year, as you go into 2024, my prayer is that this testimony or this story has in some way encouraged you that God is never going to leave you, that God is never going to forsake you. Even when it seems that he has, He really hasn't. I would quote Psalms 23 as we come to a closing all the time and dissect it so that I could understand what God was trying to say to me. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. What does that mean? That means that He is my provider. That he is going to keep me in the palm of his hand. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He gives me peace. Peace in the humbling times. Peace in the troubled seasons. Amen. Then he goes on to say, he restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. He gives me direction. If we're listening, we'll follow that direction. Amen. And even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff and your staff they comfort me. So in other words, even we're in the midst of the why of the humbling experience, don't fear it. Just say, God, I thank you because you're not going to leave me nor forsake me. And you're going to comfort me through it all. Amen. Then it goes on to say, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil my cup runneth over. Amen. He prepares a table right there in front of your enemies, in the presence of your enemies. If something is happening to you at work, if something is happening to you anywhere in life right now, know know that you have to know that God is right there in the midst of it all. Then it says, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. His mercy follows us every day. The grace of God is upon us every single day. And if we remain in him, he remains with us. Amen. So this coming year, I want you to accept it without the whys. Leave 2023 behind and say, 2024, here I am. Here I am. Knowing that God has me in the palm of his hand. We're his daughters, we're not orphans. So embrace 2024 with a grateful heart. I hope this testimony has encouraged you, has empowered you to receive 2024. Maybe on your knees. Somebody asked me, how are you going to receive the year? And I said, like I have for the past three years on my knees. God is good. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, for joining me this beautiful Saturday morning. And um, I want to thank you and I want to wish you a happy, blessed new year with your family, with your friends, whomever you're with, just a grateful heart. Amen. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcast. And I did receive an email. So I'm excited. I'm excited for you guys to start reaching out. The email was just that they loved the, the podcast and that they loved me actually talking about my real life stories and how God has never left me nor forsaken me because that was encouragement enough. Amen. So please continue at selfloveempower twenty three. At gmail.com I don't want to get that wrong uh, let me check here really quick because I want to give you the right um, the right email so yes it is empower.selflove 23 at gmail.com so send us your emails and again happy New Year God bless you and your loved ones and don't forget let's continue to empower one another.